0: purpose they stitch people together if all that sounds good to you visit american-giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code staple 20 at checkout that's 20% off your first order at american-giant.com with promo code staple 20
1: every team every topic everywhere this is believe.
2: Hi, this is Stu Hodum with Believe in the Media Guide on the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe? On Sunday night, March 7th, NBA All-Star Weekend will be condensed into one night at State Farm Arena in Atlanta on TNT. Leading up to the festivities, Turner Sports will celebrate its studio show, Inside the NBA, with a four-part documentary series called The Inside Story, airing Thursday, March 4th through Sunday, March 7th. Starting in 1989, Inside the NBA has become the best sports studio show in the eyes of its competitors, industry experts, and fans. In this trailer for the series, you'll hear from some of those people, including Dan Patrick, Rich Eisen, and Common, as well as the four main men on the show.
0: Inside NBA is the benchmark, the ultimate studio show. One of the greatest sports shows of all time.
2: I put
3: Inside the NBA above everybody else. Really? Are they talking about our show? It's hard to explain, Ernie Johnson, in our
1: Atlanta studio. I'm sitting here looking at 30 years. Ah, they just said, just be you. Car, you it's a unique blend of who we are. You never know what to expect. Ah, we have more fun at TNT, and that's what makes it special. Don't mess this up. Yeah, yeah. It looks like you're playing games with my face over there. Hello oh, to my little friend. Yeah. What's up, everybody?
4: I just prop my feet up and
1: say, entertain me, boys. <laughs> you can't have fun at your own expense. You really need to go see Dr. Phil. Oh,
5: y'all manage a joke on the
3: church. How close were you to NBC and how close were you to us?
1: I'd already signed with NBC uh, verbally. Signed verbally. <laughs> you know, it was funny? We almost fired you after three weeks. I pulled them aside. I said shot. This is the first time in your
5: life where you don't have to be the most dominant player.
1: He actually threw the cup past me.
5: And it shattered all over the place. Charles is pissed he's cussing us out.
1: Somebody hit me with a right cross and staggered me.
6: I had to go apologize because every man should listen to his mother. It was messing with me because I
3: was kind of hoping that I could keep this to myself.
5: Being honest, that was the first time that I actually cried at Turner. It has become something bigger than just sports. they the best that it's ever going to
3: be. I'm not going to tell the story. I'll tell it, but you don't have to use it. Or what do you think? Should I?
2: On Thursday night, March 4th on TNT, following the Miami Heat and New Orleans Pelicans game, episode one, Ernie Johnson, the traffic cop, will feature the Inside the NBA host who's been there from the start. On Friday night, March 5th on TNT at 9 p.m. Eastern, Episode 2, Kenny Smith, the role player, the second-longest tenured member of the current team, will be in the spotlight. On Saturday night, March 6th on TNT at 9 p.m. Eastern, Episode 3, Charles Barkley, the entertainer, will highlight the four-time winner of the Outstanding Sports Personality Studio Analyst Emmy. On Sunday night, March 7th on TNT, after the NBA All-Star Game, Episode 4, Shaquille O'Neal, the little brother will focus on the big man in his 10th season with Inside the NBA. In a preview clip, Shaq talks about a November 10, 1999 fight with Barkley, who threw a ball at O'Neal during a game between the Lakers and Rockets in Houston. Both players were ejected, and Shaq found out that his mom and Barkley's mother had known each other for a long time.
6: I don't have an older brother, but if I did have an older brother, <laughs> I would want him to be like Charles Barkley. I was always envious of Charles because he got all the calls. So the day he hit me with the ball, I was like, good, and I'm about to knock him out. Oh, there's a swing by O'Neill. And they got a blue on the kicker. <laughs> so we get into a little scuffle. As soon as I get to, to to the thing, Jerome hands me the phone. And I hear this lady's voice I never heard before. You better not put your hands on my baby, and I'm like, who is this? <laughs> it's Mama Barker, and I was like, hello. She's like, yeah, I'm on the phone with your mama, and his mom, my mom, was on three. way She like, don't you know we've been bad friends for about 20, 30 years? Now you go at the game, you go get her. Y'all don't need to be fighting on TV like that. So that's how we, me and him became cool. So, so now like when people ask us, oh, are you in charge? You really serious? I always tell them that the answer is no, because one time I came in, um, his mom and my mom and Martha playing spades. Oh. Same thing. Back with you don't know how to play no Spanish girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so, so like you know the stuff that me and him do, our mom just do the same thing. So all your mom the time. And, his and his mom, mom was just,
5: friends before you guys really uh, oh. Yeah, crazy. Way before.
6: And I come from a, a a big family and it's all about respect. Yeah. Like we could throw food and all that, but I'm never gonna disrespect Charles. So right. I know he's not gonna disrespect me. So like, you know, my father used to always say, talk to me like a man, say what you say. So we have these heat discussions, like he says something, I say something, but then at the end of the day, it's like a luggage pops.
2: If you get a chance, it's worth checking out The Fight, which is the 11th most viewed video on the ESPN YouTube page with over 10.8 million views. The preview clip gives you a taste of the call by Kevin Harlan, joined by former Georgetown head coach John Thompson, who passed away last August. Harlan provides context that it's O'Neal's second ejection in a week a tough start to a season that will see him win his first NBA title and the first of three consecutive championships for the Lakers. For more on the Inside Story documentary, including videos from past shows, announcer bios, fan thank yous, a chance to share your favorite memory and more, go to tntdrama.com slash story all one word. That site includes a panel discussion with Variety Magazine, Audrey Martin, senior digital producer for Turner Sports, explains how the show evolved, referencing TK, Tim Kiley, the Inside the NBA executive producer and vice president of production at Turner Sports, and Ernie Johnson. She also references Craig Barry, executive vice president and chief content officer at Turner Sports.
4: My background at the company is in digital content, and a few years ago, we were in a brainstorm meeting with PR and marketing and social media and We were trying to figure out a way to celebrate the 2019-2020 season, and with some simple math, realized that was going to be the 30th anniversary of the show. So um, ironically, I was actually born in 1989 when the show started. Oh, man. Um, And so I just thought, I'm such a fan of this show, but I don't know the history, and there's such a rich um, history there that I thought that fans would love to hear that. So... I actually pitched it originally as an oral history podcast. The thought was that the the guys and the crew members could kind of tell the story um, with the audio medium. So we recorded a proof of concept with TK and Ernie. Um, I don't know if you even remember that, TK. It seems so long ago. But we sat in a sound studio with the two of them and they ended up talking for two hours and telling the story of the philosophy behind the show and how each of the guys joined the cast and um, why it's so special to fans. And it was just such a compelling conversation that we decided to um, make it into a documentary. So Craig Barry was the one who decided that a docu-series would be the best way to tell this story and challenged us to find all those amazing moments. And so it kind of became a treasure hunt to unearth everything that had happened in those 30 years. Um, And we interviewed 101 people, 40 crew members, 13 cast members, um, both past and present, and celebrities and current players that are fans of the show. So it started as a podcast, and it morphed into almost a five-hour documentary. So the journey has been a crazy one, but that's um, kind of the origin story.
2: The documentary will lead into and cap off what the NBA bills as All of All-Star in one night on Sunday, March 7th. At 5 p.m. Eastern, TNT will go on the air. At 6.30 p.m. Eastern, the skills events begin. First up is the Taco Bell Skills Challenge, followed by the Mountain Dew three-point contest. At 8 p.m. Eastern, the 70th NBA All-Star Game will tip off. at and t Slam Dunk will take place at halftime. On February 18th, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver joined inside the NBA. Host Ernie Johnson began with a question that a lot of people wondered, and Silver noted the importance of the association's fans.
3: I'll be honest with you. When I heard that... that there was going to be an all-star game this year. I was, I was surprised, and I, and I wondered what was it that, that made you think, uh, look, this is needed uh, this year as you're dealing still with a pandemic, a season in which 30 games have been postponed at this point. Why do we have to have an all-star game? It's obviously a very fair question, and I'd say it begins with the fans that – All Star is the number one fan engagement event of the entire season for the league. It's been a 70 year tradition. Something like 100 million people will vote for All Stars. The highlights coming out of All Stars, out of All Star weekends, historically have generated in the neighborhood of a billion views. Um, Something like 130 million people will watch the All Star game on a global basis. And I just say when I remember, Ernie, I was on with you guys last March when we first shut down and people were mixed. Some people were congratulating us for shutting down. Some people thought maybe we had done something prematurely. And I said, we should be judged ultimately by our ability to operate during a pandemic, not to shut down in a pandemic. Anyone can be closed. And for us, I think we set out on a course, whether it was in the bubble in Orlando or this season, to Present the league and as close to a a normal state as possible, and so for us, All Star is part of our league, no different than the games we play. and And I just end by saying it it, it begins and ends with the fans. And as I said, um, this this is this is where our this is an event our fans love to see. They love to see our players come together, but. You know, nothing comes without controversy during a pandemic.
2: Charles Barkley gave the NBA props for its bubble season and asked Silver whether he ever considered shutting down the current season when positive tests forced games to be postponed.
1: You know, Adam, uh, number one, uh, kudos to you and the entire NBA family for, number one, the bubble last year and trying to play basketball during this pandemic. You know, we clearly had a bunch of cancellations or postponements at any point. So far this year, have you considered shedding this thing down?
3: No, we haven't. And in fact, we're, we're particularly proud of the fact that despite those postponements, and now we have some um, unrelated postponements because of um, power and weather issues in Texas, we still have played roughly 95% of the games on our schedule. So you know, we, we intentionally um, released the schedule um, with first half of the season only, Knowing that we were going to likely have some postponements, um, that has happened. It's been, you know, we didn't make any specific predictions, but it's certainly been at a level that we think we can handle. We're hopeful that we can get those games in when we reschedule the second half of the season. But but I guess the direct answer to your question is nothing has happened so far that that has caused us to seriously consider shutting down.
2: Kenny Smith raised concerns over the world's best players contracting the virus that causes COVID-19 at the All-Star Game and Silver noted his worries over those on break away from the All-Star Clean site.
5: Well, Adam, this is more of a, I guess, a comment that you could probably speak on. The, my, you know, I heard the players' concerns, uh, you know, but they're playing against each other now, so those concerns, you know, and they're traveling around the, around the country. So I, I can understand how that would be, uh, wouldn't be a concern as much. But the, the thing that I would consider or thought about is that you have the best players in the world playing in one arena. And if now if one player actually does contract, the tracing is with the best players in the world, the best coaches staffs that would have to sit out possibly uh, when you restart. So that would – how big a concern is that part of it? Because you can't have the best players on the best teams not being able to play for their teams to help them win.
3: Yeah, so, so as I said – Nothing comes without risk. I will say that the 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 mini bubble in essence that we're putting together in Atlanta um, is 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 a com- completely controlled environment from the time that the players land from to the time they take off. They will be sort of a, a replication of the bubble type environment we, we created in Orlando and we'll have enhanced um COVID testing on top of the usual procedures we go through. So Again, you know, everything's a balancing of interest here. That That's not a particular concern. I, of course, not going to say that, that it's not possible. It could happen that, you, that a player could spread it from one to another. But we feel pretty good about our protocols. And I'll just add, Kenny, actually our biggest concern, and again, balancing all the interests, There's no doubt that the players need a break, and we plan for one. But we're all collectively more concerned about the players leaving our daily protocols and what happens on break, where... Of course, people, guys wanna let loose a little bit. And it's those activities that could more likely lead to guys, all-stars or non-all-stars getting infected as opposed to being in a tightly constricted bubble in Atlanta.
2: Smith then asked why Atlanta will host the all-star game. And Silver, who hosted November's 2020 NBA draft on ESPN's Bristol campus, discussed the synergies with Turner Sports being in the city.
5: Why Atlanta? Why was Atlanta picked? than other locations that people, you know, or even going back to the bubble that you were, we were in prior uh, last season.
3: We picked Atlanta largely because that's where Turner Sports is based. I mean, we had, you know, the Hawks were assisting us and partnering with us on it. We obviously have a, you know, a a great state-of-the-art arena in State Farm. I mean, it helps, you know, we weren't going to go to a, a cold weather city where we had to risk weather conditions in terms of people's ability to fly in but at the end of the day it was mainly through our partnership with turner sports and the convenience for them of not having to travel a lot of their technicians you know operations people to another city
2: bringing it full circle with an honest exchange between analysts a hallmark of inside the nba and why it's considered the top studio show Barkley broke down for Smith the business reasons behind why Atlanta will host the NBA All-Star Game in this clip posted by Awful Announcing on Twitter.
1: Why Atlanta? Why not Why not Miami? Because city, this is what Turner's LA? this It's our event. They they will have to travel less so people. The play, my point is, no, no. so their players are not are They're not, not they're worried about traveling. the players. They're worried about Turner Sports. <laughs> <us having laughs> that, all. That's dumb to me. Okay. That would be dumb. Wait, wait. wait.
5: You're not worried about the players. No, they are worried, yeah, about, the worried about the, and the players and they're flying oh, you them just in. I'm just saying,
1: though, they're making it convenient for Turner Sports. We are. They don't have to travel all our cameras and stuff to another city. We got everything here.
2: Thanks for listening to Believe in the Media Guide. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes and find us wherever you get podcasts, including Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. I'm on Twitter at Hothem, H-O-T-H-E-M, as in Mary. Stay tuned and stay safe.
1: Thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your
0: host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe.com and search for B L E A V
1: on YouTube.
0: This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic, but today work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries.